Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. We're back, bitches. Season two. Ooh, episode one. Did you miss us? You know, that whole new year, new me thing. This it, is new year, new season. New, <laughs> yep. New year, new season. Because we're the same. Yeah, we didn't. Still us. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster fire has rolled along into the new year. <laughs> I'm really surprised it's been burning this long. It's, yeah, it's just continuously fueled by hate (laughs) (laughs) so we took our break even though we were not breaking we did some things during the break (laughs) yeah things and stuff stuff and things (laughs) you know how it is but new stuff coming at you this season I want to have background music like they did for this, the Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> we put glue on a bee and it died. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's our PowerPoint right there. <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> but you guys already knew that. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, Amy. What's new with season two? Uh, So we're adding some new segments. And we're starting a Patreon. What? Go ahead, ask us. What is a Patreon? (laughs) Ask. We'll wait. Really? You don't care? (laughs) Rude. (laughs) You'll want to know what it's about. Just saying. So, Patreon is a place for creators like podcasters or artists or, you know, any video, like, vlogs, such and so forth. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so it's where creators can go to create. (laughs) Creators can go to create. (laughs) I feel like you're on an infomercial right now. Do you ever wake up feeling creative? (laughs) You feel like you need to create things? Well, let me tell you about this place for creators to create. (laughs) Telling you, we just need the background music for the Prestige Worldwide (laughs) tape and we are golden. (laughs) Anyway, so (laughs) um, the creators can make separate tiers and stuff to... Um, release to the listeners or the viewers or whatever they may be. In our case, it'll be listeners. Yes. For now. <laughs> I whispered that part. Maybe they'll catch it. Maybe you won't. Maybe later you Ooh. might see a little more of us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's our only tier on Patreon? Yeah, we only on have right one now. for now. Um, basically, for $5 a month, you guys will get 
20 extra minutes of tea time. Your favorite. <laughs> you know you love it in the dumpster fire. Here's 20 extra minutes of it. Go ahead, roll around, <laughs> you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll send you a sticker when you sign up. Oh, yeah, we will. And then later on when we create more tiers and more merch and stuff, you guys will get that too. We should send a sticker and a business card. Because I made business cards, biatches. <laughs> I was really proud of that one. Don't <laughs> laugh at me, Amy. <laughs> so, going back a step. I know we were just talking about Patreon, but... uh. What are some of our new segments going to be? We're going to start doing interviews. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're calling it live in the field. <laughs> in the field live. Even though it's not live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back over our perfect bit there. <laughs> live in the field. <laughs> what did I say? Live action news right now. Even though it's not right now. <laughs> right now news. Right now. <laughs> Who gave me a microphone? I did. Amy. It was me. <laughs> You're enabling my whatever that is. <laughs> Comedy. I call it trash humor. It comes from the dumpster fire naturally. See, the dumpster <laughs> fire burns within our souls. <laughs> it's in our hearts. <laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> That's how we are fueled. <laughs> so we're going to be doing the live in the field reporting. Air quotes reporting. Live quote. Unquote. Yeah. All that's in quotations. <laughs> Just when you hear us say that, picture Dr. Evil <laughs> when he says lasers. <laughs> we're also going to be doing some more guest spots. I know you guys liked... When Amy had her parents come on, <laughs> we all gotta love us that one. Yes. They are a hoot. They are a hoot and a half. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Amy's mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if we're done with our updates. We're done with updates uh... for now. We probably forgot things. <laughs> all right. Let's get this bitch rolling, huh? Taking the break off. Oh, yeah. I think the break... The uh, e-brake snaps. <laughs> it broke. We're rolling down the hill <laughs> into most certain danger. <laughs> Amy, how'd you bring in the new year? Laying in bed watching you, the show on Netflix. Thank you Not for clarifying. <laughs> I was like, are you coming on to me right now? You're laying I in actual, bed looking at me. <laughs> I actually have a security camera in your room. <laughs> so <you're> just... <laughs> I see you when you sleep. She's like... I'm just a fly on the wall, baby. <laughs> just call me Joe. Oh. Just the name of the guy. I know it is. <laughs> he's also the other Tucker brother from John Tucker Must Die. Mm -hmm. Still and he's bangable. also from Gossip Girl. I haven't. You've never watched don't, Gossip Girl? Don't you dare. I see those judgy eyeballs that you put them away right now. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I may have just triggered Amy, you guys. <laughs> It's the best way to start the season ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even right now with you. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. So yeah, my, my husband was sick. <laughs> that sucks. I, I got sick um the week like a couple of days before Christmas. Like the week before Christmas, I was sick in bed for a couple of days. 
And then after Christmas, right for New Year's, my husband got the same exact thing and he was in bed for four days with the same exact thing that I was in bed for two days. <laughs> <laughs> like just saying, statistically speaking, I'm healthier than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was already passed out by midnight. <laughs> so I was just laying in bed watching... Serial killer Joe. <laughs> Thank you for for specifying that you were watching the TV show titled You and not me. <laughs> I was. I was watching you, Lexi. <laughs> there was a comma there. <laughs> With my secret camera. There's no comma there. There's no comma. <laughs> but what about you? So Lexi. I... <laughs> Shouldn't you know? You saw everything. <laughs> that did because you weren't home. You are correct. I uh, I brought in the new year like a true nerd. Um, I was playing a mini Magic the Gathering tournament with a group of friends. <laughs> That's how we brought in the new year. Nice. I don't even know when the ball dropped. I just know that when we were done with our big game, there's four people. Midnight. It was one something in the morning. I, I magic is too complicated. You just, it's a lot of reading, but if you're dedicated, it's it's a fun game. It's, At least it's not Dungeons and Dragons, which is way more complicated. It's Dungeons and Dragons, but the it. steps are already predetermined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I, I I can't play something that requires a notebook and a calculator, can't do it. Well. <laughs> You should not be an accountant. Nope. <laughs> but yet, I'm in charge of the store's bills. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, audience question time. How did you guys bring in the new year? Did you do anything fun? Did you uh, witness any dramatic dumpster fires? Did you lay in bed and watch serial killers too? And not Lexi? <laughs> <laughs> Concerned for my health, you guys. Clearly, my privacy means nothing to her. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a bit of an issue with boundaries. <laughs> she I says, have none. <laughs> she says as she scrolls through my house's various hidden cameras, <laughs> I have a bit of an issue with boundaries. <laughs> if you guys had any... Uh, Crazy Karen stories or any wilderness you may have witnessed. <laughs> Send that shit our way. So, uh, Amy, it's time to get to the nitty gritty of this here podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What was the craziest run-in you had to deal with at work over the break? You remember our last episode, our season finale, I was talking about Gangster Christian? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Thug Jesus. I forgot about him. <laughs> well, he came back. <laughs> I mean, he comes. He hasn't been back since this last time. I'm wondering if he might have gotten arrested or maybe put in a psycho ward. <laughs> thug Jesus? Really, no. He no, he's really a holy thug. <laughs> running on the deep end here. Like, this guy pulls into the parking lot and he always parks in the very back of the parking lot and usually just walks up to the door which is 
fine, whatever. But he'll always park in the very back, even if there's nobody there. Like, that's just where he parks. That's odd, but... It's whatever. I don't really care. But, so he gets out of the driver's side of his truck, and he goes and gets into the... He opens the passenger side door, and he grabs some, like, a bag from out of his truck, and then full-on fucking runs (laughs) into the store. Like, just fucking sprints across the parking lot like i'm talking like (laughs) fucking arms up and moving and he was fucking running like head first running into the the store (laughs) i thought that he was gonna fucking run in and tackle the shit out of me (laughs) you're like bro (laughs) this is not football practice chill it was insane like He just, like, fucking ran. It wasn't raining or anything. (laughs) I don't know. Like, it was just... He just ran all the way across the parking lot and in through both of the doors. Like, boom, boom. Like... (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? You know, I still don't know. (laughs) But he comes in and he's he's returning an item because he's complaining about it. And proceeds to tell, as I'm like giving him store credit, you know, for his return. Um, <clears throat> he goes on about how pissed off that he is because of how cold it is outside. Like, he's mad that it's cold outside. It's December at that time. <laughs> I mean, it's January now, still cold. <laughs> But so has has Thug Jesus ever experienced winter before? I mean, yeah, because he's from thirty miles outside Gary, Indiana. (laughs) He knows cold exists. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I laugh at him because he's like fucking pissed me off. You know, like I used to be able to walk around with just this, like pulling on his t shirt that's on underneath his sweater. But now I have to have this fucking coat on and this fucking bullshit. And I, you know, I kind of did like a a giggle. Like a, I mean, what else am I supposed to do? You're going to fuck off about how cold it is. And so I do like a little nervous giggle thing. And and he was like, don't you fucking laugh at that. It's not fucking funny. You laugh if you want to, but it's not fucking funny. And I'm like, whoa. Right? Whoa. Bro. And then he goes on and on and on about how... When he first started coming into our store, he was very happy with the customer service, but it's been slipping. <laughs> and and he was like, I'm from a business family. You should treat your your customers right. And so on, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't even remember everything that he said, but like he was saying it with his chest, you know? Oh my like, gosh. Confronting me. And he was like, you can take my advice or not. I don't fucking care. And then fucking leaves. Like, just storms out the door. Bye, Thug Jesus. <laughs> we won't miss you. I haven't seen him since. I'm wondering if he got arrested. <laughs> or Probably tried to fight a cop over the weather. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I had to... Uh... Do you know where you were pulled over? <laughs> it's fucking snowing outside. <laughs> <laughs> I had to group chat my employees and let them know about him. I was like, look, like, we've all known that he's crazy. 
but he's getting crazier, so be careful. <laughs> he is wild. <laughs> he is. He's crazy, and I'm super happy that I haven't seen him since because I really worried about how far that would go. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, for real though. He was pissed off at me for it being winter outside. <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> Let me just change it. <laughs> I'll get paid enough to change the weather. <laughs> Damn, Jackie, I don't control the weather. <laughs> That's what I would have said to him. God. Write up would have been worth it. <laughs> You're like, Lexi, you can't tell him that. And he was very offended by being called Jackie. Okay, and. <laughs> I can't control the weather, boss. <laughs> I just stared at him and I was just like, okay. <laughs> I hate when people make it seem like it has to be so official. Yes, I get it. There has to be a level of professionalism to every job, right? Right. However, that professionalism is in you helping customers obtain what they want realistically <laughs> you mean, he wanted the weather to be warmer. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you with that one, I bud. can't help you with that one, boss. <laughs> you must be spare parts, huh, bud? <laughs> you templi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, yeah. Fucking, you get a call from corporate. They're like, um, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. You didn't change the weather for him, <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 oh my gosh i could imagine if he ever asked for the number for corporate to like call and make a complaint for whatever random ass reason i feel bad for whoever he gets stuck on the phone with <laughs> so that's mine what about you Lexi? what's the craziest thing that happened during break so it wasn't really wild it was just gross okay um there was an ex-coworker i had she has a registered support animal. She would bring in her little teacup chihuahua, right? Real That's small a support dog. support animal, right? Emotional support, <laughs> not physical support. She wasn't <laughs> blind or severely disabled. She had PTSD. So, like, it was, it was for mental comfort. And I could understand that coming with having a dog. I get that from my dog, too. When he's not... Being a shithead? Yeah, when he's not driving me up the wall. <laughs> My dog is a ridiculously spoiled fur baby, okay? Like mine right now? Yeah, yours too. <laughs> they are some pretty spoiled fur babies. <laughs> but, um, so she would bring her dog in with her, and this dog would wander around the store and would pee or poop wherever it was. Gross. So bad that the store started smelling like pee and poop. That's crazy. It took a few customer complaints before it was handled. And then it wasn't even handled. The The puppy got a quote-unquote litter box put at the front of the store next to where you have to cash out. So every time you come to get rang up at the register, you get a small dog pee and poop for the next five minutes or however long your transaction takes. Um, When I left that store, it was still going on. So, I don't know if it's been changed, but I do know that it is gross. I can't believe that the freaking manager let that happen for so long. 
I think the manager didn't know how bad it was. How could you not smell it? They never work at that store. Oh. So the manager runs more than one store and therefore has to hop around and wasn't at that store enough to see what was going on. Once it was brought to their attention, though, they did know about it. And, uh, I mean, she moved the puppy into a box and then they both considered that issue solved. I'm sorry, but would you like to go shopping with pee and poo stank all throughout a store? You'd probably get grossed out. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in a place that smelled like piss. No, me neither. Okay, so part of the um, new format that we're bringing to you guys is we're going to save all of our extra ramblings of different things that have to do with us um, for after tea time. Yeah, so if you don't really want to hear our life updates, yeah, you can turn us off after tea time and be like, shut up, Amy. <laughs> Not you, Lexi. You're cool. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody feels that way. But <laughs> now we're going to move on to in the news. Woo! We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Lexi, tell me about your news article. All right, just so you know, I'm starting with a bang here, (laughs) and I'm sorry, because I know your news story is so sweet in comparison. (laughs) Mine is not. (laughs) Mine is straight into the dumpster fire. Just hold tight, all right, guys? I can't even tell you if everything turns out okay, (laughs) because that would be a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Sit back and buckle up, bitches. Strapped. <laughs> All day strapped. <laughs> Stay strapped or get quacked. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This article is from the Kansas City Star and is titled I had just kissed my wife and bam. Firing guns in the air on New Year's can kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Kansas City police are asking people not to fire off guns to celebrate the new year. <laughs> You're like, I really need to be told this? <laughs> yes, there are quite a few Caution. people. Guns. Boom. <laughs> Fire. Explosion. You do know the bullets come back down, right? <laughs> I mean, just for us all to understand the concept of gravity here, you do know they come back down, right? They don't just get fired off into the oblivion. You ever fire your gun into the air and go, ah? <laughs> you know, like hot fuzz. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, They also ask the public for help in reporting any incidences of celebratory gunfire, which is the term. Excessive celebration with gunfire. (laughs) Three years ago, at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, Armando Martinez stood in the driveway at a house party in the deep south of Texas. Well, this explains a lot. (laughs) When, all of a sudden, everything started going off. He couldn't tell if the ruckus he was hearing was gunfire or fireworks. I just kissed my wife and said Happy New Year to her, and bam, it just hit me, he said. I put my head down, and my my wife said, What happened? He put his hand on top of his head, above his left ear, and felt a welt. Then he saw blood on his hand. 
I think I got shot, he told her. (laughs) Martinez, who was 43, was standing just a few feet away from his children and several other kids when a stray bullet from an AR-15 pierced his skull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drilling in with such velocity that he felt like someone had whacked him on the head with a sledgehammer. This is the human race. (laughs) I told y'all to buckle up. I wasn't playing. This is a crazy one. Uh, Martinez, who is a Texas state legislator from West Laco, near Brownsville. (laughs) Look, I had to Google it. Beforehand, we ain't making sloppy messes this time, bitches. Um, one of us, anyway. I was about to say I probably will. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Thanks to luck or providence or maybe both, he is alive to talk about what can go wrong with so-called celebratory gunfire on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Fucking Texas. <laughs> Martinez's experience is a cautionary tale as police departments in Kansas City and across the country warn people. As they do every year, that firing a gun into the air to celebrate the dawn of a new year is dangerous, illegal, and stupid. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) It doesn't surprise me that a lot of people do it and they just don't understand what the effects are or how it could become a tragedy, Martinez told the star. They may think, well, I fire something up in the air and by the time it comes down, it won't hurt anybody. (laughs) But the scar on top of his head shows otherwise. We do know how gravity works, folks, right? (laughs) (laughs) So New Year's Eve is the busiest night of the year for illegal celebratory gunfire, according to police chief. (laughs) The the publications for the International Association of Chiefs of Police. Good God. (laughs) um, For all the press conferences and social media postings that police departments employ to warn people away from this dangerous situation, the message doesn't always stick. Last New Year's Eve, the Kansas City Police Department fielded 300 calls to 911 on New Year's Eve from people reporting gunfire. Police Chief Rick Smith shared a photo of 360 spent shell casings fired from at least nine different guns that were found at one Kansas City address on December 31st. Oh, my gosh. That's 360. Yeah. Bullets. In one place. And from one place (laughs) that could have gone who knows how many different ways. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people discount the severity of it or the danger of it. They think, oh, it's like fireworks. It's just a loud bang. No. So they minimize the potential impact of it, said Sergeant Jacob Bikina. We're not going to wreck anything. In the same episode, even. (laughs) Bite my ass, past Lexi. (laughs) Shut up, talking all your boastfulness. (laughs) I already Googled. (laughs) I didn't see this part. It's like Beck China, but that's not his name. It's Sergeant Jacob Beckina, a police spokesman. Nacho Chochas. <laughs> Who's? Nachos. Nachos. <laughs> it's definitely... Nope. Nope. Can't talk. Okay. Anyways, back to the article. Gunfire across the country. Every New Year's Eve brings fresh reports from across the country of stray bullets winding up in houses, cars, and bodies. Last year, a bullet rocketed through the roof of a house in Brunswick, Georgia, and landed in a bathtub. Jesus Christ. This one... What if a kid was taking a bath? Just... This next one is a serious trigger warning. 
A six-year-old girl playing in the backyard of her home in Oakland, California, was hit by a stray bullet. Holy shit. Children at the party were counting down to midnight when gunshots rang out and the girl fell to the ground crying. Oh, my God. No one even knew she had been shot Ugh. until she got to the hospital. Ugh. North Carolina co-ed Caitlin Kong was hit by a stray bullet while watching the giant acorn drop at Rayleigh's first night festivities. <laughs> the giant acorn? <laughs> it's her universities. Um, Are they the acorns? Or <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe they're the, squirrels. The squirrels or the chipmunks or Maybe. I don't know. Um, Chippendale Cave. They were there. <laughs> <laughs> but her roommate, Allison, posted her the Facebook version of what happened. Allison and I were watching the acorn drop and fireworks went off and I felt a sharp pain in my left abdomen, abdomen <laughs> near my ribs. Congro. I grabbed my ribs and saw blood, so we called 911 and... Got help with the EMS, got in an ambulance, and went to the Wake Med Hospital in Ray- Rayleigh. You got shot. <laughs> but yeah. Um, don't shoot your guns off in the air. <laughs> and go, ah. To celebrate <laughs> a holiday. But yeah. So um, that was my dumpster fire. <laughs> don't shoot your guns. Into the air. Into the air and wave them like around like you don't care. Couldn't do it. Amy beat me to the punchline. That dick. <laughs> All right, Amy. What you got? Mine's a good story. <laughs> it comes from WTHR.com. It is in Brownsburg, Indiana. Brownsburg Pizza Restaurant's owner lets employees split the christmas day profit what yeah there's a long list of people who make the sacrifice to work on christmas enabling government businesses and service providers to continue to operate employees at a pizza place in brownsburg were among those working hard on christmas and the owner of rockstar pizza has a holiday tradition of his own that allows him to properly thank his staff those who volunteer to work the holiday get to share 100% of the store's income for the day. That's awesome. And Christmas is usually one of their busiest days of the year, which is funny. I mean, I know a lot of people, like, that's kind of, like, their tradition for Christmas. is Like, they don't have a normal, traditional Christmas dinner. Sometimes they usually just, like, order pizza or Chinese. Chinese mm-hmm. food is, like, really common. <laughs> Do you know why? No. Because all the Chinese food places are open. Well, yeah. They're open on Christmas, so they're one of like three options. But a pizza place is kind of unheard of for being open all day on a Christmas. Yeah. About $7,000 in total sales was what we were talking about in back, so we're hoping to hit it, said Rockstar manager TJ Gossett. We're doing pretty good so far. It's been nonstop, taking orders since 3 o'clock. Phone hasn't stopped ringing. We're just really blessed with all the support we're getting from the community. Seven people showed up for the shift and will equally split the profits. Nice. And while we haven't heard the actual tally, we can tell you the store was busy. In a social media post, they said the store actually had to close a little sooner than expected because of the larger volume of orders received. (laughs) So seven people, and if they brought in $7,000... They each got $1,000 for working that day. Man, I worked Christmas Eve and I didn't get shit in comparison. (laughs) I feel gypped. I want to go work there. 
So I really like that. That's like really great for the owner to do that. That is really sweet. That is a uh... see. That's that's good management. Good um, bossing. <laughs> that is good bossing. <laughs> it's good bossing. Well, that's a really it's somebody that helps their employees. You know, they're they're setting a good pace. Yeah, for a business. They're like, hey, you know if. You don't have to work on Christmas, but if you do, you get you get paid. <laughs> yeah, you get paid way more than the usual. <laughs> <laughs> so are we floating on into movie reviews? Ooh, yeah, we is. Pan right. Amy steps in. Cue singing. And here's what we think about shit we watched. My first movie that I wanted to talk about was Judy, Judy Garland, mm-hmm. right? Um, I freaking I I love Judy Garland, Wizard of Oz. Obviously, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love Wizard of Oz and musicals and all of that. So I, of course, really wanted to watch it. And Renee Zellweger did a really good job of playing Judy Garland, even though she had her squinchy face the entire time. <laughs> What is it with Renee Zellweger's face? Like, it's just, she's constantly looking into the sun? I don't know. It really does look like that. <laughs> All the time. But I love her nonetheless. <laughs> like, All right, now we want a wide-eyed, surprised expression. Like this? <laughs> I'm as wide-eyed as ever. <laughs> Poor Judy Garland went through so much shit as a kid. As really? a child actor. Yeah. They didn't, like, her agent and the guy that was in charge of um, Warner Brother back in the day, like, this was back before, like, regulations and all of those things, right? They freaking worked her to the bone. And they, like, they never let her sleep. They never let her eat. They just f- popped her full of pills. They made her take pills. Seriously? Yes. That's so fucked up. Like, she wasn't allowed to go and play with friends or go and hang out. or Like, she wasn't allowed to do anything. That's so wrong. And so then, like, this is based on, like, as she's gotten older, right? Like, it it constantly, like, flashes back to her being a kid, you know, being Dorothy and all that. But this is how she's surviving after all of that like after she's grown up Mm -hmm. and so she has an issue with pills obviously yeah (laughs) i mean she can't sleep without taking sleeping age she can't function without taking some form of a pill because they fed her pills her entire life damn yeah i didn't know any of that about her yeah it was it was a very good movie Hmm. I liked it a lot, and I felt really bad for poor Judy Garland. And I learned a couple of things that I didn't really know before. I did not know that Liza Minnelli was Judy Garland's daughter. I didn't know that until today. (laughs) I was today years old when I found that out. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I I was like, wow, I should have (laughs) known. You know? And... Um, and then she has another daughter that's not as 
well known as Liza Minnelli. I can't think of her name off the top of my head right now, but she played Paulette in Grease 2. Did you ever watch Grease 2? Um, it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it. I think I did watch it once. She wants a cool rider. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Grace 2 was not good, <laughs> but I know I love it nonetheless. Anyway, so uh Judy Garland's other daughter was in Grace 2. She was one of the pink ladies. She was Paulette, which was like she was like Almost kind of like the Rizzo of Grease 2. Oh, yeah. Or No, not the Rizzo. Really more like the um, Marty Maraschino, really. <laughs> Man, you've seen Grease too many times. Um, I own both of them. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Judy was great. I definitely give it four pews. What's your first I movie? thought you were going to do the pews, Amy. No, Come on. Um, nope. What's your first movie? Season two, no pews. <laughs> I don't give pews, you give pews. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I got. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. All right. All right. My first movie was the new Quentin Tarantino film. You know I love me some Tarantino. I love Quentin Tarantino for sure. All right. Now with that little disclaimer up ahead, um... Once upon a time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. it sucked. <laughs> it definitely was not your typical Quentin Tarantino movie. It was so dry. It wasn't everybody dies at the end, which, okay, I'm not. It did have yeah, a gory it, ending. It as, has a gory ending, but it's not that same. It's not the same. Literally everybody fucking dies in the end in every other movie, okay? <laughs> It was a little crowd. And one side won. You know, it wasn't everybody <laughs> on all sides died, okay? Yeah. I know my standards for Quentin Tarantino may be a little high, but it's his fault. <laughs> he did it to himself. He did it to me, actually. <laughs> I've watched every fucking movie he's come out with. Mm-hmm. See, but I didn't like any of either. How many Kill Bills were there? Two? There was two. Okay, I, I couldn't remember if there was a third one. I didn't like him. I, I did. Didn't, I didn't like Kill Bill. I did, but it was... Super, super otaku style. It was all Which Japanese. Is very much why I didn't like it. I love Django. Yeah, Django was wild. And I think that there's like this budding bromance between him and Leo. <laughs> because here he is again. He's the main actor. Yeah. And um, Brad Pitt's his stunt double. Even though they look nothing alike. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And at the very beginning, they're in, like, an interview together, and he's like, I could almost not tell you guys apart, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, that was a lie. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, uh, it's Quentin Tarantino's take on the Manson story with Sharon Tate, who yes. is not played by Hilary Duff, and so when I saw this movie, I kind of giggled because what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Margot Robbie. Yeah, and you know she did a pretty good job. Yeah, she. But I mean, she, she definitely captured her uh, carefreeness, her ditziness, perfectly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like, man, she's got the spirit down. <laughs> the look, uh, you know, there were definite moments when I was like, you can't just 
put a blonde mop on someone and call him a new person. I'm sorry, Margot Robbie is uh, prettier than Sharon Tate was. They have very different <laughs> build-ups, too. You know what I mean? It's just, look, I'm not hating on your picks, okay? I'm just saying. It could have been better. What was that? <laughs> and why did I watch it? Man. Yeah. When, you, when you're dedicated to a director like that. Right. It feels like I was invited to a, a culty vibed Kool-Aid party, okay? <laughs> I probably shouldn't have drank the Kool-Aid <laughs> too soon. <laughs> and even the guy that they chose to look like freaking Charles Manson. Oh my gosh, right? I'm I, like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's got dark hair. Check. <laughs> that was their whole list. <laughs> At least in the haunting of Sharon Tate, the person that they chose looked much more like Charles he, Manson. He was pretty convincing. Sometimes they're not. Speaking of people who could look like Charles Manson, <laughs> um, left field footnote here. I just rewatched Orange County recently, and Jack Black, like young mid twenties Jack Black, actually could look a little Mansony, except for he's chunkier. No, he wasn't then. <laughs> he was really thin. I mean, he kind of had a gut, but barely. I mean, he was definitely chunky in Orange County. I didn't think so. I thought he was until I rewatched it, and I was like, damn. I do not remember you being that thin. <laughs> I, I don't remember him being thin at all. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, anyways. so <laughs> If you're just tuning in, this is Confessions of Retail, <laughs> not Confessions of Serial Killers. <laughs> <laughs> you think they believed us guys <laughs> all right we're in <laughs> no um once upon a time in hollywood was i mean i watched the whole thing so yeah i did too i definitely dug the last half hour the last half you hour would. Was i was so disappointed i mean even i'm like yeah gore i was just not with, excited about it without giving away any spoilers or anything you know like i did like the take that he basically reworked you know something that had already happened Right? Well, he does that in Glorious well, Bastards. That was his take on how Hitler died. I, yeah, so like I I liked the twist at the end. But that's I'm not about saying it. I hated it. I'm just I'm, saying I'm not saying that I'm ever watch it again ever. <laughs> I watched the whole movie and uh that's all I got to say about it is I watched the whole movie. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. How many pews? I watched the whole movie. <laughs> 3? 3? <laughs> Two and a half? I'm kind of stuck. <laughs> I'm right in the middle. That you didn't like. You're kind of giving it a bit of a okay. Two stars. <laughs> All right. I've decided. Thanks to Amy's nudge, <laughs> it gets two stars. Two and I'm views. sorry, Quentin. I love you. I think that's why you're giving it three. <laughs> it is because I feel bad. <laughs> Say what again, motherfucker? Has been in my vocabulary forever. <laughs> to say that I watched a bad movie by him kind of hurts. I it- want a royale with cheese. I still order those. People don't. I hate that people have seen that movie and then work at McDonald's and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm ordering. I'm like, (laughs) you and I both know who Samuel L. Jackson is. Don't you try. Don't you try. So I gave it its rating. Yeah. It's two pews. (laughs) Poo poo. Poo poo. Like Madeline. 
<laughs> poo poo. <laughs> All right. What's your second one, Amy? My second movie is Joker. Oh my gosh. I loved, love, 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 loved Joaquin Phoenix's take. He did fantastic. It's such a intimate movie. It was so cringy and uncomfortable and intense right? the entire freaking time, like in a subtle but not subtle way, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I know I exactly really what you're talking about. I to explain it. My friend, who's probably going to listen to this because she listens from time to time, she said that it was boring. She said the first hour of it was boring. I said, were we watching the same movie? <laughs> Some people don't understand the... Uh... The footnotes that the artist is trying to capture, he's showing <laughs> Arthur's progression into insanity. Right. Like, he's giving up hope on well, trying to keep... And he'd already hope. had been in a mental institution, Yeah. right? And then the government cut the funding for what he was doing to take his meds. So it was like this spiral, this spiral out from when, like, he, he couldn't get meds anymore. Yeah, it started with the- he was already crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no, he was totally already crazy, but he was like, his crazy was being held in limbo for a while by the meds, and then when he ran out, it just started spiraling and spiraling and spiraling, and when he goes on to Murray, that is the most pivotal part of the entire movie. Oh my gosh. Freaking- You get what you deserve. Hence. I know. Trying to not drop spoilers. Y'all need to watch Joker if you haven't yet. It's insane. It is amazing. It was intense for sure. I loved how they captured it all, though. The way that they focused on him and his thoughts rather than the world around a crazy person. Right. It's like you almost understood, like you were in the mind of a crazy person while you're watching that movie. There was so much of his reality and actual reality that at one point in time, like there's there's a point in the movie that you get lost. You're like, all right, what's real and what's not? Right. (laughs) It was very good. I I give it five pews. Agreed on the five pews. (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) <laughs> it's not real celebratory gunfire okay <laughs> we got excessive celebratory gunfire over here <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness all right so my last movie is rambo last blood <laughs> and when i told amy earlier before we started recording she said she has some feelings about this movie <laughs> i thought it was all right and here's why first If you go by the storyline, it makes no fucking sense. They really, they're like, oh, look, there's this thin thread of connection we can make here. Let's run with it and make it a whole feature length film. (laughs) Sylvester's getting up in those years. Yeah, he is. I think he's like 70. He's been 70. I swear. I don't know where he gets those muscles from at his age. He does not look bad. But... But he's definitely had work done on his face, at least. Oh, yeah, at least. I'm going to Google see how old he is. <laughs> but aside from the loose, loose, loose connection, <laughs> also it's Rambo, so that's how we connected it. Yep, same guy. Same dude. Um, 
73. He's 73 years old, guys. And, and he's making us all look like fucking wimps. Chuck Norris is 79, in case you were wondering. Holy shit. <laughs> is it because they're both legends that you have know. to you had to bring up chuck norris well, you're like by I, the way chuck norris asked, is better than all of you i asked google <laughs> how old sylvester stallone is and it told me and then it felt the need to tell me that arnold schwarzenegger is 72 and chuck norris is 79 <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> they're all getting up there they're all how is chuck norris almost 80 years old <laughs> I'm like dawning on this info. What? But Chuck Norris is immortal. So, rumor has it behind Chuck Norris's beard, there isn't a chin. It's just another fist. He's actually Baby Yoda in human form. So, actually, Baby Yoda is Chuck Norris. And <laughs> what are they? What are? What's their species? Damn it! I'm forgetting. What are Yodas? Yeah, they're just Yodas. No, they're not just. They have a name. <laughs> What is Yoda's breed? <laughs> According to Wikipedia, fandom, known in some sources simply as Yoda's species, this species of small carnivorous humanoids produced several well-known members of the Jedi Order during the time of the Galactic Republic. That didn't... <laughs> that answered nothing. Thank you. <laughs> Literally, though. See, they're Yodas. <laughs> what are they called? No, no. Anyway, I'm gonna get so mad. Back to Rambo. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, back to Rambo. All right. So I did enjoy the movie. For seventy three, he's still pretty good in an action movie. Yeah, they've got him doing more limited things. Well, yeah, <laughs> but even so, it seems like he can keep up with the pace of the movie, which is awesome. He's a fucking badass. So. For my love of Sylvester Stallone and my dog, who's literally named after this whole <laughs> series. Well, not Rambo. Oh, yeah, Rocky. <laughs> my brain. Um, no, um, my dog, Rocky, who's also named after a Sylvester Stallone character. Um, I have to give it three pews. <laughs> I did like it. Mm, I can't give it the whole four. So, yeah, no, nope. three pews. I did not watch it. <laughs> you did not watch it, but I did you have not. things to say about it? Well, okay, so the last freaking Rambo came out how long ago? A long time ago. And it was called The Last Something or Other, wasn't it? Like, it was supposed to be The Last Rambo. It was. But they made another one. And this is what I have to say about it. The freaking commercial is, ta is that fucking song with... Uh, you know, the old town road, go take my horse to the old town road. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Gonna about ride that. it till I can't no more. And I'm like, that's exactly what the fuck you're doing with Rambo. You're they're not riding, riding it. it, they're beating it. It's a dead horse. <laughs> and they're like, look, money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, can't Rambo just live in peace? Just leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave Brittany alone. I mean, leave Rambo alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a person <laughs> sorry I'm just like, I poor Rambo he's old he's tired <laughs> his he's a hips, ravager his hips are all crickety <laughs> just leave him alone <laughs> you can't ride this horse no more <laughs> not on the old town road you can't oh my god alright we're done oh alright that's the end of movie review. 
Oh man, does that mean we're doing our first tea time this season? Our first season two tea time? Clink! Yay! I know, right? I love- Oh, if you guys hadn't noticed, Lexi is sitting next to me! I know you guys can't see us, but you can hear our proximity. It's very close. She is next to me, not in the interwebs in front of me. She is next to me. And that is our goal af this whole season. We're going to try our best to make it always us be in person. Because uh, we're sick and tired of all of the freaking audio issues with the interwebs. And we know you are too. (laughs) Thanks for brooding through it with us. Thanks for hearing what we have to say, guys. It was like right when we first started getting our audio on point. I moved. You had to move away. I just went and moved. What a dick, right? Rude. Well, I have a comment about that later, but for (laughs) now, do you want to kickstart tea time? Okay. My first tea time story is, so you want me to follow every customer? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. All right. (laughs) I figured since we finished up the holiday season and we're kind of like in that middle, you know, the holidays just ended sort Mm -hmm. of a thing. I figured my first tea time could be something that has to do with Black Friday. <laughs> so Now we can reflect rather than going through the war. Yes. <laughs> the setting. Major electronics store. Black Friday, 2017. <laughs> I'm working in the phone department at my store. My job is supposedly to just do activations for phone lines. Of course, we run out of phones relatively quickly, so we suddenly become an island of regular registers in the middle of the store. (laughs) The woman next in line has a shopping cart full of product. And I say, did you find everything all right? She says, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. Mmm. I hate that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Let me just help. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like caveman speak. Unga <laughs> unga. Yeah, I get it. I begin scanning through her things until eventually I scan a small karaoke machine. Seventy nine ninety nine. That's not what tag said. And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. What did the tag say? Fifteen dollars. <laughs> Fifteen dollars for a karaoke machine. Are you sure? I am sure." Sensing an impending argument that honestly was just not worth my time, I say, can you show me where you found it? (laughs) With fire in her eyes and hatred in her heart, she starts stomping (laughs) away from checkout towards the toys section. (laughs) After a minute of going up and down aisles, we finally settle next to a very empty shelf with no price tag on it because it's for overstock. The woman points a very accusing finger towards a little peg that could not and would not support a karaoke machine. (laughs) See? $15. You mean the tag that says $15 for batteries? Well, why was it there if it wasn't that price? It's Black Friday. I assume a customer just ditched it here while they were wandering around the store. Well, either way, you have to sell it to me for that price because it was there. <laughs> um, it's not how any of this works, Karen. <laughs> she says, what's so funny? 
obviously that was never meant to be there and I can't control customers putting things in the wrong spot. Well, why didn't it get moved back to where it was supposed to go? So let me get this straight. You want me to follow each individual customer and when they don't want something, immediately run it back to where it goes? Also, it's Black Friday and you want me to do that amidst all this chaos? And she says, I'd like to speak to a manager. (laughs) Grinning ear to ear, I say, all right. (laughs) I grab a manager and I explain the situation. The customer says, excuse me, your employee basically called me stupid. The manager says, okay, show me where you found it. Begin same song and dance we just went through. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the manager says, I'm sorry, ma'am. I can't adjust the price on that for you. And the customer says, even though your employee implied I'm stupid, and the manager says, well, it would be pretty stupid to follow every customer around the store just to make sure they don't put anything in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, she was pissed, bought her stuff, and left. <laughs> so no karaoke machine, eh? No $15 karaoke machine for her. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Not sorry. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Your employee called me stupid. Well, yar. (laughs) You know, maybe those implications were correct. (laughs) The polite way to say yes, you're stupid. (laughs) All right, this one's titled Wrong store. (laughs) This happened about 20 years ago. A little bit ago. (laughs) Just a couple (laughs) years. (laughs) I would have been in singular digits at that point. (laughs) I was the hardware department manager for a big box retailer and was called to the front where I found an irate customer going off on our person at the return desk. He was arguing loudly that he had purchased a can of spray paint the day before and wanted his money back. When our person scanned the item, it came up, uh, bleh, it came up as not in file. I took one look at it and told the customer that that can was the store brand of a competing big box re- retailer. And he immediately shifted gears, said that his wife had told him she purchased it from our store, and literally sprinted out the store. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't think he could have gotten out of our store fast enough. <laughs> I've worked in retail for about 30 years and have never seen someone leave with the quickness. <laughs> I've seen somebody come into my store with the quickness. <laughs> I was to say, well, we've seen, <laughs> Amy's seen the adverse. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one made me giggle. All right. Amy, what's your next story? I know one short. Um, this one's short. Do I need to get a lawyer for this? <laughs> I'm a manager in a shoe store and deal with most of the returns and exchanges. Our policy is 45 days with the receipt for a return as long as they can be put back on the sales floor. Or an even exchange if they're not able to be put back out. A man comes in carrying a pair of shoes. No box, no receipt, and they look like absolute shit. 
They were a hiking type shoe and it looked like he had hiked every trail in the state in them. (laughs) (laughs) I asked him if he had a receipt. He said no. I asked him when he bought them. Sometime last year, he said. (laughs) Well, okay. That's out of the 45 days, so I can't do anything with it. Cue the customer asking me what he should do. And I say, buy a new pair of shoes? I don't know. I can't do anything about those. The man gets pissed. And you can tell he thinks the next line should work on everyone. And he says, do I need to get a lawyer for a pair of shoes? And I shrug and I say, I mean, if you want to, but I'm not returning or exchanging those. (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) I'm going to get a lawyer about this conversation we're having right now. (laughs) Watch it, buddy. (laughs) What the hell? All right. My, My last story is titled Photographic Memory. All right. It was a long while ago now. But at my very first job, we had a handful of cameras stationed around the store I worked at. And my insane manager found the time to stalk them whenever possible. At some point or another, a man walks in, takes a high-priced item off the shelf, and walks straight out of the store without ever interacting with another human being or getting caught at all. This drove my manager into insanity. She swore she'd save the tape and remember his face forever. Fast forward a few months, there's a man attempting to return a high-dollar item without a receipt. And I can't process it without a manager, so I call her up to assist me, and her face instantly goes bright red with anger. The man who'd stolen it is trying to return it currently for cash, and sure enough, she did burn his face to memory. (laughs) I've never felt sorry for a thief before. We could have simply denied him, maybe even contacted the police. Both would have been normal, acceptable reactions. Instead, she cursed him to hell and back, (laughs) demanded an apology, made him put it back up on the shelf himself, and then threatened to follow him to his house and steal from him should he ever return to the store again. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, that wraps up tea time. It does. So now we're going to do top four cities, which changed. Okay, so you guys are so freaking awesome. Like, we were gone for a month. (laughs) A month. (laughs) A month. We were gone for a month, and we were worried about having a dip in downloads and stuff, and y'all just kept coming in and chugging along and... Now we have a whole new top four cities. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, so you want to kick it off? And our top city is Fishers, Indiana. They were our top city before we left. Yeah, they were. You guys are trooping right through it, huh? They're still our top city. And then our second top city this week is Boardman, Oregon. Hey, Oregon. How are you guys? They're probably doing pretty all right with all their legalities. All their legalities. (laughs) I'm not even going to get into that, but I'm jealous. (laughs) And our third city is Austin, Texas. Do you guys ever fire your gun into the air and go, ah? (laughs) Is that what you do down there in Austin, Texas? Excessive gun. What was it? (laughs) Celebratory gunfire. (laughs) (laughs) 
We love you, Texas. <laughs> Even with all your guns. All your excessive gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our top four city this week is Streamwood, Illinois. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's no sound. The S is silent. As like should you be, ma'am. <laughs> I've never silenced. You will never silence me. <laughs> I will die with a microphone in my hand. <laughs> you see her standing. <laughs> Imagine the Titanic. She's Jack, but with a mic in her hand instead of holding roses. No, I'm Rambo. <laughs> Gonna take this last mic, mic not to last the old town road. <laughs> it's not last blood. It's last mic. <laughs> I'll be seventy three. <laughs> <laughs> With some really thick eyebrows. <laughs> oh my god! So actually, all right. Before we do our sign off quote, speaking of Rambo, next episode is a backroom episode. So you're gonna have to remind me to tell you about the Italian stallion. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, teasing about the Italian stallion, eh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that we've gotten through all of the stuff, all of our segments and such, <laughs> we've decided to leave this little spot at the end for us. Amy, anything crazy happened to you in your life over the break? It's been a month. <sighs> Every holiday brings out the crazy in my aunt. I mean, I love her to death. I really do. She means the best, but she's also, like, the passive-aggressive queen. Yeah, no, that's like, totally correct. She wears that crown. <laughs> 10 out of 10 can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Last year, she had brought... We have Christmas at my house, and then we have Thanksgiving at my cousin's house, and, like, we each have kind of, like, our own holidays that we have at our houses and last year she had brought paper plates and and napkins and we had some left over and she put them down in one of my cabinets didn't say uh, she said that we could use them she didn't say though she was trying to save them for a whole ass year later <laughs> but so then uh fast forward a year she keeps going on and on about these plates that are at my house and I'm like, what place are you talking about? She's like, the oval plates that I left at your house for Christmas. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. There are no plates here. And <laughs> she goes, well, I left them at your house. Have you guys used them? And I was like, we haven't used any plates. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I I'm, I was like, it's whatever. I mean, we have plates. It's cool. It's not that big of a deal. Right? So on Christmas, she comes into my house and she keeps going on about these plates. Oh, God. And she was like, what happened to the plates? They were down here. And she got into my cabinet and she was like, see, here's the tablecloth that I bought. Where are the plates? Where are the napkins? And I'm like, they're not there. <laughs> she was like, well, obviously they were here because the tablecloth is here. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. But they're not. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And she just keeps going on about it. And I'm like, look, we have plates right here. It's Shing, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> they're, they're not oval plates. And so then her freaking attitude completely 
flips the script. She's the queen of this. Like, being passive-aggressive towards you, and then when you say something back to her, she flips it to make it seem like you're the one that's being crazy. Right? I said, it's cool, and we have plates. They're just not oval plates. And she goes, like, I just seen, she looks at me, and I seen her head, her, like, her entire face just changed instantly, and she was like, well, that doesn't matter. Who needs oval plates? <laughs> Do they have to be oval plates, Amy? Well, no, they fucking don't have to be oval plates. <laughs> Did they ever have to be? <laughs> Didn't you just raid a whole cabinet at somebody else's house? Going on and on and on about these fucking oval plates. <laughs> No, they don't have to be oval plates. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure that you're sure? Because. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's about all I have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lexi? I've got not annoying family members to <laughs> handle. I didn't have to deal with that. Although um, I did get to see my very, very, very pregnant cousin uh-huh. oh my gosh so you know how pregnancy sometimes makes a woman glow right <laughs> okay she is miserable and it was so like you remember in the shrek in shrek when fiona turns into an ogre <laughs> that's the transformation my cousin is going through right now she that poor thing is all the water she's suffering she's yeah she's waterlogged she's got really bad heartburn (laughs) she's giving birth to chewbacca (laughs) i bet she feels like it i thought so every time i got pregnant i was like oh my god (laughs) i see like yeah you said some women get a glow i did not have a glow i I had i had no glow I did with my first i had no glow with i looked so pretty and then with my second one i like the first trimester i'm like yeah making a human rock and roll and then the second trimester and the third trimester were (laughs) definitely really really rock and roll because oh i got rocked (laughs) holy shit i got a new house yay house i'm moving again but this time for permanently for permanently for permanently (laughs) i'm excited my kids are excited my dog is excited. Can finally go back to normal. Oh, I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Well, I am super ecstatic about this. My kids aren't too thrilled about everything going in boxes, but they'll live. They will live when they get their own bedrooms. That was the only update I had. It's just a new house, which I'm excited Ooh, about. I even I even get to have a flower bed, so guess what I'm doing this springtime? Green thumbing it. Oh, green thumbing it like a mofo. Like a troll in Central Park. Like a troll in Central Park. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) So I figured we could sign off our first episode of season two with a good step forward. All right. All right. This quote is from C.S. Lewis. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. All right, so that wraps up episode one. Hell yeah, it of does. season two, bitches. All right, guys, that marks the end of our episode. 
Catch us next week. We'll have more tea to spill. Catch you later. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan cast episode.